Welcome to my Low Carb Health Doctor channel. I started this channel as part of my advocacy to educate my patients as well as my medical colleagues and the public in general towards gaining more knowledge about the reality and benefits of a low-carbohydrate, healthy fat diet, especially in relation to what we physicians have referred to as the metabolic syndrome, otherwise known as insulin resistance or syndrome X. In this channel, I will be sharing with you my very own personal experiences in dealing with the metabolic syndrome and my ever-evolving quest for healthier life options using strategies that incorporate a diet low in carbohydrates and filled with healthy fats and proteins. We'll also get ourselves involved with this health strategy called Time Restricted Feeding or TRF, which is otherwise called Intermittent Fasting or IF. I will get you exposed to curated evidence that I have gathered through time for the purpose of advancing to the optimum my own health that of my patients, as well as all of you tuning in to this channel. And as much as I can, I do my best to avoid bias. The one question I almost always never forget to ask each and every one of my patients is this. Why do you consult your doctor? Through all those years that I have asked that question, I suppose there is only one answer that is most common to all. Patients visit and consult their doctors, perhaps because they want to recover from an illness, but more commonly, it is because they all want to live a longer life, and hopefully not just longer life, but a healthier one as well. What difference would it make if you've indeed managed to add 30 long years to your life, but most, if not all of those years are spent either wheelchair-bound or bedridden? and unable to enjoy life to its fullest. Bottom line is, most if not all of us would like to have longevity. At the very core of our existence is this quest for physical survival and longevity. Hence, ultimately, we would all want our bodies to be healthy. Some people want to be healthy but are either ill-advised of what to do or actually believes that what they are doing is for good health, yet have been unwittingly deceived by erroneous strategies through the years. On the other hand, there are also those who want to be healthy, but unfortunately, even though what they believe in seems to be the right thing, they just lack the discipline to do what needs to be done. Thus, they still end up being unhealthy. And what better way to attain that health than to keep ourselves fit inside and out? Our body is a machine with intricate parts and components that work together to function in an optimal way. That's where the importance of a proper diet and regular exercise sets in. Imagine putting the wrong kind of fuel into the engine of your machine. What's gonna happen? Of course, it will malfunction. Medicines that we doctors prescribe are chemical substances which may give you some kind of cure. But for most individuals, advocating for preventive medicine and health by being consciously aware of the right kinds of nutrients to fuel your body is of paramount importance. Many of us would willingly move heaven and earth to attain great health and well-being. That's why the market for health supplements is very much alive. Many people really are indeed willing to shell out their hard-earned money to buy whatever supplement they believe will help them attain that goal. 
Reliable estimates place the value of the health supplements industry worldwide at a whooping $61.2 billion last 2020 alone. But much greater than that was the total global value of the pharmaceutical market, which was pegged at around $1.27 trillion last 2020. And with all the data on health and nutrition out there, it could be quite confusing to thresh out which is true honest and legitimate, and which is not. And in the midst of it all, as much as we hate to accept this blatant truth, money does talk. With this background, it is very disconcerting to know that many facts about what constitutes a healthy diet is at best unclear and questionable, and perhaps even purposely deceiving because of what we might call false propaganda that has misled many of us, even myself and my fellow physicians for the past decades. Deception does happen in this world, and as much as we hate to accept the fact that there are times that we do become victims to such deceptions and worse, are even held inadvertently privy to it, like how I did as a physician before. Still, it is ultimately for our own good that we have to unlearn some things that we have falsely learned in the past to adopt new and better paradigms that work based on scientific knowledge. Many people worldwide are now overweight or obese in a very unhealthy way. In fact, there is already what is called an obesity pandemic that holds true not just for the first world but even in developing countries across the world, like here in the Philippines where I am based. With regards to this, metabolic syndrome and insulin resistance has been playing a big role in the development of obesity and its associated morbid conditions for the past few decades. According to WHO estimates, the prevalence of obesity worldwide has nearly tripled in value since 1975. In 2016, as much as 39% adults over age 18 that's about 1.9 billion were overweight and of these over 650 million were considered obese even children are not spared over 340 million of those between ages 5 to 19 were overweight or obese in 2016. reality is most of the population in the world live in countries where obesity is very prevalent and where being overweight or obese has a higher mortality than being underweight. A year or two ago, without me knowing, I was well on my way towards that general direction of metabolic syndrome. Good heavens, but I was lucky enough to have realized that I was going along the wrong path, and it was good that I was able to seek and find a better way. Metabolic syndrome has been noted to be much more prevalent today the whole world over as compared to past data, being present using conservative estimates in as much as 20 to 25% of the whole world's population. In this research published last 2017, as of 2012, more than a third of adults in the U.S. qualified for the criteria of metabolic syndrome, even among children. Metabolic syndrome is noted in as much as 19.2%. It has been said that the only thing that is constant in life is change. Hopefully, that change will always be for the better for each one of us. Change brings us some kind of 
anxiety. This particular situation wherein I had to change my paradigm from a low-fat diet to a low-carbohydrate diet did bring me anxiety at the outset. I even had a significant degree of cognitive dissonance, especially since ever since in medical school, I have always been taught to be inclined more towards carbohydrates and to be averse to fats. However, after extensively studying for myself the evidences at hand, and after having applied these learnings to my own circumstance and experiencing the immense benefits personally, I finally came to the point of deciding to openly advocate these things, especially to those who would most immensely benefit from it. It's not just for myself and my own health, but also for the many patients that I am responsible for and I am actively influencing on a day-to-day basis. It is my hope that with this advocacy spread out openly to the whole world, my own voice, no matter how small it may be, would create an impact and create ripples for the good of the many, especially to those who are prone to insulin resistance and all its associated conditions, including the metabolic syndrome, type 2 diabetes, and cardiovascular as well as cerebrovascular disease. Like how I was before, many of you listening to my channel would perhaps have that skepticism at first with regards to what I am talking about here. Well, I would understand you. I myself have gone over much skepticism at the outset about the benefits of the low-carbohydrate diet and intermittent fasting, especially for those prone to developing metabolic syndrome and its repercussions. But let's focus on the various studies evidences and real-world experiences of those who have gone through it. You can leave your thoughts and comments below. So let's have a healthy, rational, and intelligent discussion about that. If you're one of my medical colleagues, many of the topics I would be talking in this channel might not be that very familiar with you yet. Not to worry though, I've been there before. As a physician having graduated from medical school, Having finished residency training and passed the neurology specialty boards, I felt that I already knew what most of the science of medicine was. However, mainstream medicine has been quite delayed in adopting this knowledge for the main reason that they are not the usual topics being discussed in major conferences and roundtable discussions, which is often sponsored by our friends in the pharmaceutical industry. These topics often don't have that much clout to them. Why? Pharmaceutical companies don't earn much money from them. You can go figure that out for yourself. In the description of this video below, I am noting down a list of the evidence-based influencers that have been most instrumental in helping me open my eyes to this massive paradigm change which I have successfully applied to my very own lifestyle and health, and which I have advocated for a certain set of patients who are also open towards adopting this paradigm. I hope that opening your mind, not just to what I will be sharing with you in this channel, but also to these non-industry biased scientists and low-carbohydrate advocates will help you form your own judgment to this currently controversial issue on low-carb diets. Thanks for subscribing to my Low Carb Health Doctor channel. 
If you still haven't, do subscribe now. I am a board-certified physician in the field of neurology, and I also invite you to subscribe to my other channel, Neurologs. The link is in the description below. See you all in my other videos.